All right. And five, four, three, two. What up, y'all? Welcome to his thing. I'm Kevin Stay. She's that chick angel keep your distance tickets please get them angel actually pulled up to the show she doesn't do that all the time because she has small children in school and she wants to be a present mother i respect that uh, but she pulled up this time. Angel, you tell the people because I, I feel like I'm I'd be saying the same thing. You you was there, you tell the people. It was so good. And see, I don't pull up to the shows no more because I got tired of stand-up comedy in general, not just me doing it, but I didn't even feel like hearing nobody else tell a joke on stage. And when I tell you, I enjoyed every single person. I'm dead serious. I was like, I don't want to hear a setup of another joke anytime in the near future. Not one. Tired she of came it. out for EJ Speaks. That's her homegirl. And she was and pleasantly surprised by how well the show was. I I was oh I was pleasantly surprised by everybody. Mel Mitchell uh in mm. um, EJ Speaks held it down for the ladies. EJ Speaks came up there and torched the stage. Um, and then all the dudes were amazing as well. Tony Baker, obviously, um, Ron Black. Just stupid Sydney Costello. Uh huh. But in my mind, he is Ron Black because he he came as Ron himself first, and his blackness <laughs> was only an assistant. What was the big dude's name? Sarone the big Russell. dude, thick neck, Sarone. Sarone. Oh, Sarone too. He was great. He 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 was great. So anyway, get your tickets. I, I don't lie to y'all. I mean, they're always good. At least three or four comedians that do well. This one, everybody mm -hmm. did well. Jordan Rock, Chris Rock's younger brother, came, talked about the slap. I don't want to give away the joke, but he had some material on it. So, Oh, well, that's like, actually right. his brother? Yeah. You didn't hear him say that? I heard him say, I'm related to. He didn't say no, he... in what way, shape, form. Oh, no, that's his younger brother. Chris Rock is his older brother. And the crazy thing is, I booked him before the slap. I booked him like four or five months ago. Mm -hmm. So when I booked him, I was like, when the slap happened, I went and checked my list. I was like, did I did I book Jordan? And it was further out than I thought. And I was just curious if he, uh, I was curious if he was going to say something. But as a comic, of course, he has to. So anyway. Absolutely. So make sure to get the tickets, guys. Trust me, it's really worth $50. And I know y'all be paying the 12 or 20 or whatever discount you get and watching it with five or six other blacks. And I don't expect nothing else from my community. That's just how we do. Uh, I think we lost Angel. I'm oh. here. All right. So this episode, it's a little heavier than most, but it just, I'm sorry, guys. The topics are what the topics are. And the reason I titled this one, Am I a Misogynist? is because of this first topic. Okay. So earlier... This month, I believe it was this week or this weekend, a rapper by the name of Trouble was murdered in Atlanta. Full disclosure, I was not aware of this rapper prior to this. I'm learning about him posthumously. Okay, so the first thing that I heard is that he was uh, killed in his car. He was shot in his car with little, little to no information. 
but later, as more things came out, the arrest went, the uh, victim statement, what actually ended up happening is that he was with a woman. Okay, I'm trying to phrase this exactly how it's framed. The woman, he was at her apartment or the apartment she was residing at. Okay, mm -hmm. I don't know who was on the lease. It was middle of the night. Her boyfriend of three her years, -boyfriend. her ex-boyfriend, ex they had been together for three years. They had been broken up for a week, according to the statement. Uh, ex-boyfriend broke into the house and started fighting the woman and the rapper Trouble. And he shot him before taking off, right? So my first thought when I heard that was like, dang, that is whack. But also, this. let me just be honest, and I'll give you the reason I'm saying am I misogynist. Oh, I don't need the mic. So my first thought was like, dang, y'all was together for three years, and you got somebody up in the house, and maybe that guy doesn't know Maybe the guy, trouble doesn't know y'all. You had an ex-boyfriend, and now he's fighting somebody in the middle of his sleep. He ends up getting killed. That was my first thought. Like, dang, I wish he would not have been in that position. Did she put him in that position? All that, and that was a lot of people's thoughts, right? So on Twitter, this this lady said, uh, and so basically that, and that was a lot of people's thoughts. Trouble was killed behind a, a woman, right? So this lady challenged that thinking and she said trouble was not killed behind a female. Trouble was murdered by a man who refused to accept a woman's, woman's no. no. Yep. She went on to say, do y'all want a reading, listening, watch list to help you unlearn the misogynistic stuff you're parroting or are you content in being uh, protectors of violent culture? culture? This guy challenged her. He said, remove the woman from the equation. Does said man still murder him? They lived in the same city all these years. Both were in the music biz and nothing. That's what behind a female means. She responds, remove the man's inability to regulate his emotions. Does he still murder trouble? Build a culture where hurt and disappointment is acceptable, are, is an acceptable emotion for men instead of anger and violence. Does he still murder trouble? Okay. So then there was a lot of comments with people who were saying, basically, she set him up. She is the reason she should have told him. And she challenged those people and said, how do you know she didn't tell him? And he accepted the, the situation and still slept there. And that's kind of like we were talking about the Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey thing. We infer a lot. We do not know. Even when they say mm -hmm. sources close to, we don't know these persons. We don't know their motives. We are on the outside looking in in most of these situations and we form strong opinions with limited information and feel strongly about them. We color in what colored in. Yeah. So my question to you, Angel, is am I a misogynist or is it that two things can be true? That maybe uh, the man, because a lot of men were like, bro, we ain't saying he's not responsible, but she also put him in a terrible position. Is it two things can be true or is it solely on the man who committed the murder and nothing on the woman? Oh, I absolutely 100% solely think it's on the dude who committed the murder. I think we're arguing two different points. Like, okay. at the end of the day, there is a person who is actually dead. Mm -hmm. the, the person is only dead because of the action of the murderer. Now, 
that the with the woman, the woman who made the statement who, about people being my internet is racist. My internet yes. is misogynist, is what my internet is. I have a misogynist internet. Um, anyway, um, so with the young lady who made the comment about y'all being um misogynist, Kia. Key Lolo, Kia yep. speaks. I think the point that she brings up is that we come up for with the excuse for the violent behavior as a culture. We're like, oh, a man only resorts to this much violence if somebody else did all these other things. Instead mm -hmm. of um, placing the responsibility on the actual aggressor. To you know, it's like um, it's like when cops try to say, "I feared for my life," and that yeah. is why I did these things, right? Yeah. So uh, by making this woman the scapegoat for his actions, we are no longer making it this man's responsibility to not behave in a irrational way. Regardless of whether she set up, if if people want to really say these hoes ain't loyal, then then the niggas should know how to move. Then you know what I'm saying. Right. If yeah. if that's how we really feel about women that we're not loyal, then why then why take a life over a chick that wasn't gonna be loyal to you to begin with? Mm -hmm. Um. So even if even if this was all a setup, even if the chick was trying to be foul and piss her ex boyfriend off, at the end of the day. We, the person who, whoever becomes the aggressor has to take, take full responsibility for however we decide to respond to the situation. We can all day try to, try to hand off the blame to someone else in the, in bigger picture, like Kia Speaks said, we have to come up with a way to stop making everything women's fault. Cause if not, it doesn't matter how we, again, if we parallel it to the police, this is when people say, well, if they would just comply, well, if she wouldn't have had him in this man's house, if she would have did this, yeah, we could say all this stuff. But if this man is an irrational man, he could have showed up to wherever the heck she was. Yeah. Like we could come up with a bunch of scenarios and that doesn't mean that the outcome would be different. At the yeah. end of the day, we can only make the, make, Whoever is doing the action responsible for the action. Yeah, somebody, and this was a man, this is actually interesting. A man was like, <laughs> two interesting things. Some man was basically agreeing with like, it, she she set him up or she was foul, right? This was the, she was foul. She knew better. If she knew he was crazy, she shouldn't have had him in the house, right? And this guy mm -hmm. was like, I'm waiting for this guy to, to this guy Marley speaks, what his thoughts are. And his thoughts were like, Kia's right. And then somebody else chimed in and was like, whether they were broken up for six days or 330 days or 10 years, the moment y'all break up, because he had been away from the house for a week, y'all are broken up. If he decides, to Angel's point, I'm going to bust in the house and see who's up in there. If, if we... Are, are if we are if we are not basically victim blame I'm not victim blaming because the victim is trouble but women blaming the woman in this scenario then it shouldn't matter how long they were broken up they could have been broken up for six minutes mm -hmm. and she's 
her her boundaries still should be have been honored. I'll be honest. I was on the misogynist side of this take. I had to do some. I had to take up the church learning. I had to think about my thoughts because my first thought was like, "Damn, why? Why she said him do that three years? Like, because apparently I forgot this part. They had a, a tumultuous relationship. The the girl mm-hmm. and the and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, because of the end result, my first thought was like, "Man, did you protect the person who lost his life enough?" Right. There was a lot of things like you should go to a hotel or should have been at his house and all that stuff. And I really had to be like, dang, Kev, are you are you misogynist? Mm-hmm. I you think know, we all are a little bit. That actually made, you said I am. No, I said I think we all are a little bit. Oh, even women. We be we be. Oh, there's a I lot mean, of women in the comments who were who it was probably more women than men or at least 50 50. I remember. I am slightly ashamed to admit it, but I realized the error in my thinking soon after. I remember the incident of when Rihanna and Chris Brown got into it that first time. And I, in my very uh, traditional upbringing, was thinking, well, what did she say to him? What did she do? Instead of, doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The way she looked, the way she had been tore down doesn't matter what she said. Like, and I think we just as a culture, it's not just a man thing. It is a cultural thing where we look for, and especially it's a cultural thing. And I think that there's a whole extra amount of nuance in black culture because we, especially as black women have been trained to protect, um, black our, our black men yeah we have been trained to protect them from the blows of society so we're always looking for the loophole of how did this how did that um how did this happen he wouldn't have done it on his own some he had to been coerced he had to been pushed and um but back on to um the what the girl key speaks was saying that I literally, I think I might've mentioned it on this podcast or one of the other 15 million podcasts I do. My therapist was saying how she was like, you got to tap into your softer emotions. Um, where you're so used to going to your harder emotions, which are anger, which is frustration, which is all these, like, you know, the ones that we usually see, the ones that people pull their camera out for people usually pull their camera out for the harder emotions. Yeah. And, um, she she was saying, we as a culture are not used to being able to deal with people's hard emotions without becoming very, uh, going on the offense. Like, so for instance, if you were really mad and you came into the office yelling at me, right? Mm. I don't have the capability yet in my life to be able to let you get that out, to talk to you calmly, to figure out Okay, what's really going on? Instead, I'm gonna be like, Nick, who are, who do you think you're talking to, right? Even right. though I know there is a softer emotion somewhere underneath there that all this like hard emotion is riding on, but I think as um, black people, we have not been given the space or the opportunity long enough to go to our softer emotion first. We go straight to the hard emotion. We go straight to the ah. So with this dude who killed trouble, who abused, who fought the woman, 
whatever he was feeling, what whatever it, his feelings might have been real. He might have actually been hurt. He might have actually felt like, how the hell are you gonna have this man up in my house? But that does not then remove his responsibility to manage his emotions and to either remove himself from the situation until he can calm down or call the police and have the police escort them up out of his place. Yeah. And that's the issue, right? As a black person, if you would like to hear more of our bonus episodes, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon for the live aspect and the community that you're missing out on or the Kevin Sage Studios app for just a straight bonus episodes. Boy, you're missing out with just this little stuff. Here's another thing of fire. Here's another thing. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another thing of fire. Here's another thing of fire. With my boy Kevin stays, and that chick angel.